Hey guys, our golf management company today sent out two proposals to help out a couple of golf courses in different parts of the country. And one of them was very unique, very strange in my opinion. Um, the request for proposal, meaning the outline as to you know how they wanted a proposal structured and the information that we were basing our proposal on, their request for proposal was 90 pages long. Crazy, huh? So, got some thoughts on that. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Bork. So our KPI Golf Management Company sent out two proposals today uh, to two different facilities for, you know, to help them out and help them turn things around. Um, so we'll see where those fall. But um, one of them in particular was really fascinating to me. It was, it's a club up north, actually two clubs, and they have been having some, some challenges in the last couple of years. And last season was literally the first season that they operated in the red. So they, lo they lost a little bit of money last year. Not much, um, but they that sort of sparked uh, some real concerns. And these are two facilities that are owned by a mun municipality. And so it was really interesting. We got we got the RFP for this project, and in looking things over, this request for proposal was ninety pages long. Ninety, I couldn't believe it. Right, so. They have, and and you wouldn't you couldn't imagine the hoops that we have to run have to jump through to submit our proposal. In fact, we just didn't do all of it. We just I mean I don't see how a company could have done everything to a T how they wanted it uh, com completely on speculation that you're going to get the job. I mean it would have been a hundred hours for us to put the plan together and to evaluate and to present and to compile everything the way that they wanted it specifically. And it was a real, a real nightmare. So we, we take a different approach and, you know, we, we really try to simplify these, uh, these proposals that we send out. But, um, so in this request for proposal, you might be wondering, like, you know, and, and I'll backtrack, you know, a lot of you are in other businesses, I know that, and you probably deal with proposals or otherwise competing for business, right? And you know that you're competing for jobs and, uh, or to sell your stuff. And I mean, it doesn't make any sense at some point to invest so much time and energy and money on something that, you know, is a, 20% likelihood that you're going to get the job and that doesn't even that doesn't even get to the point where you know what you're going to get paid, right? You make your proposal, but they're going to negotiate it and you got to work it out and it even if you get the gig, it may not be the the best gig in the world. So, you know, expending this kind of energy on speculation is to to us, John and I and and our company, we just we just think it's real bad business to expend too much energy on on these these crazy requests for proposals. And 
So, so these guys had conducted market surveys, demographic studies, play and participation studies in their sort of local jurisdiction. They had hired people to get out and um, secret shop and investigate their competitive set. They had done deep, deep dives into their current and past financials to investigate trends and basically divulging all of this to, in, their, in their request for proposal to companies like ours to enable us to basically take a look at the data and their findings, develop a full-blown game plan for them, right, on, on only what's in this proposal and, and as involved as it is and as involved as the data that they were providing us, I mean, intensive background on where they were coming from, what challenges they've been facing, what goals they have, what timelines they're working on, what their staffing is all about. So they're giving us all of this in written format, 90 pages long, and intermingled in there are all these requirements. So it's just crazy. Anyway, so they're spending all of this energy pulling together all this data, expecting companies to, to turn over a full-blown business plan for them with which they can compile a number of them, evaluate which one they think is the best or which company has the credentials to match and is going to present them the best opportunity to win. But I, I can't imagine companies are, are, are executing on a 90-page RFP and investing 150 man hours in putting together a proposal for a three-year contract, you know, that you're probably going to end up getting beat up on anyway. So um, it just it just seems to me like, you know, rather than investing all this energy in gathering the data and and pulling, I'm, I'm sure they spent many, many, many hours putting this RFP together in order to sort of succinctly and completely outline the history of the club and where they want to go, obviously. Um, but, but rather than expending all that energy, I mean, that by definition is what proper golf course consulting and management companies do. So rather than do all that for them expect them to give you a game plan in the proposal stage, you know, uh, why not simplify that? Get, get some of these companies in the room with you, investigate which ones are the most reputable, which ones have the best track record, which ones have leadership that has demonstrated they're going to, they're going to do good things for you. Negotiate a good deal with the one that's the best and now allow that company to expend their energy knowing that they're going to get paid for it. They're going to expend much more energy. They're going to do a much better job to pre preserve the contract that they've won as opposed to a, a 15 or 20% chance that they might get a contract, you know, just negotiate a deal where you can you can terminate if they're not doing good stuff. I just um, I just I just couldn't believe this uh, 
this RFP. And I, I can't believe that companies would be would be going through this and, uh, you know, expending so much energy on spec. It just just doesn't seem to make sense. It you know, it's the comparison of like in commercial real estate. So if you are a if you are a tenant in an office building and you want to look around at the market, you want to figure out where your company is going to relocate. It might make sense to people to say, hey, all right, we're going to we're going to have all the real estate brokers out there pull up reports, send us the reports of all the buildings out there. And then whichever one has the one that we end up choosing will get paid. And that's that sounds logical to people. But if you do the math from the, the broker's perspective, they're not going to expend any energy in helping you negotiate the best possible deal because the likelihood of them being the winner, the needle in the haystack that, you know, they send you or introduce you to the to the, the location, the winning location is one out of 10 or one out of 20, whatever it is. Um, they're not going to spend any energy on a one out of 20. You just can't and run your business. So the better way to do it is to hire a real estate broker, let them know they have the job, obviously vet them appropriately. But once they're your guy, they're going to go to the ends of the earth because they know they're getting paid no matter where you go. They can pull up all the same information and they're going to help you negotiate it and they're going to kick ass for you because they have the business. They know they're getting paid. People aren't going to spend the money and the time and energy if they don't know that they're getting paid. And that seemed that that really had the feel of what this club was doing with this request for proposal. And, you know, they weren't even very specific about the nature of the services that they wanted. So it's it was really challenging. But we uh, we put something together that, you know, who knows? We'll see. Uh, we threw it against the wall. We'll see if it sticks. And um, but I just uh, I was very surprised and I just don't know how. Uh, how they can expect management companies to conduct their business if if that was how we were getting all of our business in the door uh, we just couldn't survive you know investing so much time and energy on a on a deal that's a, a long shot to win so i don't know how you guys feel about that if it makes any sense or if you have business in your industry that might be similar it just um, you know it, i think it's always important to think about right, to empathize, to, to sit on the other side of the table, to sit in the other person's chair and try to see the world how they might see it as a business owner. And, you know, as a, as a human being, it's always good practice, I think, to, to visualize what other people are thinking and how they're experiencing things and what their perspective is and whether or not what you're requesting of them is going to make some sense. And if I'm totally wrong, reach out to me. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, and, uh, it's just an interesting thing. I just feel like there has been a lot of time and energy wasted in putting this RFP together for this, this group where it could have been better spent and they could have been to market much quicker. They could have hired a company quicker and they could probably get much stronger solutions if they did the vetting process first and then requesting solutions from people 
from the winning the winning uh, firm. So anyway, um, just thoughts today. I wonder uh, wonder what you guys think about it, and um, you know, hit me up if you have any comments. I think it's a, an interesting thing, and uh, had an interesting day talking with these clubs and sending out proposals. So hope you guys are doing well, and we'll talk to you very soon.